Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Well, HelloFresh and welcome back. Mm. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. James, I'm here. Also, we are presided over by the spirit of uh, sad Paul Rudd. That's right. Because you've, on the on the TV in this room, you, you've been watching This Is 40. This Is 40. And you've left it on a... <laughs> You've left it on a uh, a still of Paul Rudd looking the saddest he's ever been in just sitting in a car. If you pause it on most frames in This Is 40, this is what you're going to get. Yeah, right. It's a great uh-huh. movie. Mm. I know people think it's overly long or whatever. That's probably true, but I think it's one of Apatow's best. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And What's his worst? I, don't, I never loved funny people, but I never went back. So maybe, maybe I... Maybe improve on but the I think watching yeah. The reason why people don't like funny people is similar to this as well. I think they've got similar themes overly and, long, yeah. and ideas and whatever, but... Yeah, it's also a sequel to Knocked Up, which is a great movie also, true, I think. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. Oh. Should we do the show, We're Mason? laughing and learning, yes. Laughing and learning. I mean, we haven't done much laughing so far, or learning, to be honest, but <laughs> yes, let's go on with the show. Let's just have the show, we'll just see what happens, you okay, know what I mean? Okay, cool, great, yeah, 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 terrific. Speaking of laughing. Oh, yes. Actually, no, this is a, this is a, there's some bloody, there's some bloody accusations flying thick and fast regarding the Justice League movie, the filming of. I don't know if you oh. saw this Ray Fisher's comments. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, I've got a breakdown of some of the stuff that that happened. This so, is- so, so as far as I know, mm-hmm. uh, when Justice League came out at cinemas, yes, Ray Fisher was there was there was some there's there's footage of him at the time saying how much he supports the movie yep. and how was much Comic Con yep. good. And he his exact words were something like because he retweeted this and said uh, he, he praised the filmmaker. Um, Joss Whedon, who took over from Zack Snyder, who stepped away for personal reasons or may have been fired. Mm. Uh, picked a good person to come in and clean up and finish uh, finish up for him. And then he'd say, he said underneath that, uh, I'd like to take a moment to forcefully retract every bit of this statement. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, there you go. Is he the first star of that movie to say uh, something horrible about it? I think so. Uh- Maybe horrible, maybe but openly, kinda... but I think he's, he's definitely the first one to take a shot specifically at the director because yeah, right. uh-huh. nobody else is doing that because yeah. obviously Ray Fisher was more of a stage actor before he was cast as Cyborg uh-huh. and Zack Snyder you know, chose him specifically for this role and they built this character together and only to have it then 
taken out almost entirely. By the time the movie came yeah. out, he has like three lines. It's it's embarrassing, like how little of him is in that movie. And I, and I would be, you would be genuinely upset, you know, that yeah. you put this performance in and then it was stripped away. But that doesn't seem to be the only reason he's upset because he, he tweeted this that uh, Joss Whedon's onset treatment of the cast and crew of Justice League was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable. He was enabled in many ways by Jeff Johns and John Berg. Accountability is greater than entertainment. My goodness. So he's just bloody swinging fists, That's mate. Exactly just haymakers. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's Yeah, so it's a – I mean, he doesn't say specifically what, what happened, but there's a few other things that have followed up since that since then. John Burgess came out with a statement to Variety and said, it's categorically untrue that we enabled any unprofessional behavior. And I remember uh, Fisher being upset that he, that we wanted him to say booyah, which is a well, uh, which is a well-known saying of cyborg from the animated series. So, but I think it was just that one thing. Uh I doubt that that would be, that would have been. Look, I had a wonderful time on this, (laughs) but I I just want to, otherwise I just want to, I just want to fully sink Joss Whedon because he made me say booyah. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it is – because you don't have to put in every little reference from everything, no, you know. Exactly. So I don't even remember when he did say that. It Was at the end when he separated the mother boxes? I have no idea. I feel like it's a bit – is there a moment where him and Aquaman are flying through the air somehow? Somebody says – does somebody say booyah? Look, I couldn't I don't know. I, I think he you. says, ride's not over. And he goes, my man. man that's, that, well, that is true. They yeah. both did their catchphrases in that's that movie. Right, exactly right. Yeah. Uh, but to to speak more to of this yes. on Fat Man Beyond, and I went back and, and watched the clip where he talked about this. This is Kevin Smith's podcast. People know him as the director. He's a comic book writer. So People Ray Fisher was on this. No, no, this was him discussing it. And he said oh, okay. that uh, when he visited the set of Solo, he spoke with some VFX artists who work on that, who worked on Solo, both versions of Solo, because it was a lot of it was redone, uh-huh. and then both versions of Justice League. Okay. And he, they said that, he didn't name them specifically who it was, but we didn't cut down and was very dismissive and negative about Zach's version of the movie uh, that had, that he'd seen and all the special effects team um, had made together. So huh. apparently he wasn't a huge fan of that particular vision, which kind of, you know, is evident in what that movie ended up. Well, that's true. But, I mean, you know, at the same mm. time, you would think a little bit of professional courtesy would yeah. be like, hey, look, I really respect his work, but yeah. it's not going to work right now, so let's change everything. But yeah. not like, well, his, his stuff sucks. Yeah, it's kind of a bit. And, again, this is all like, Second, third hand information, hand, exactly. but, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it does seem a bit that way. I mean, I know Joss Whedon also around that time was cheating yeah, on his wife, but cheating on his wife for like for decades, and had a, it was either had was just about to happen or had happened where he was ha- like she wrote that letter talking about his infidelity over the years. Yeah, right, so uh-huh. it's very possible that he was having a horrible time at huh. the time of making. I'm not not excusing it. I'm just <laughs> trying to. I, I we don't know the specifics of what actually happened. On set is what I'm saying. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. I'm just presenting the facts. We no, used to do true. news, but now it's all wild speculation <laughs> and about gossip. And gossip. Hot gossip. It's very hot. Yeah. It's ju- hot, juicy gossip, isn't it? But Kevin Smith also mentioned this thing, which you, which you mentioned to me personally in our personal life oh, about this is the hot, juicy gossip about the Wonder Woman boobs thing. Which oh, is apparently, um, apparently that thing in, that happened maybe in that in the movie in. In the movie Justice League, yeah, but in that movie, apparently, I'll start the whole thing again. The pot, the show, yeah, the whole show from episode. All one. All right, here we go. Hang no, on, from episode one, theme song. Somebody say. <laughs> but so in Justice League, there's a scene where obviously uh, the Flash falls over and he falls on Wonder Woman's boobs. Yes, and it's appa- very funny. It's, I mean, it's worth it for the laugh alone because I just remember just being the movie was drowned out in the cinema by laughter. <laughs> Laughter and applause. As it was in Age of Ultron with that exact gag. in that scene, mm. Ezra Miller's Flash falls on a Gal Gadot body double. Yes. And apparently 
she was just told, she actual Gal Gadot was not in that scene, yeah. was just told to just react. do a reaction yeah. shot of like, hey, react to something like you're surprised, yeah. and then they edited it in. Well, because and what he said of this was that they said, you know, lie down and we'll do the thing, and she was like, I'm not fucking doing that. Right. So, right. and that's why, and then he did it anyway using body trickery. doubles and, and, and trickery. Again, all second-hand, third-hand information. But I always presumed that it was all of this stuff came down from Warner Brothers to be like change it into something else. Yeah, right. But maybe he had more of a hand in the way this movie ended up than than not. But again, yeah. we'll, we'll never really know at this point. It'll slowly unfold over the next few years. We'll get exactly. drips and drabs. And- when, one day we're going to get like a unauthorised yeah. biography of just this whole time period. Just yeah. like a, and I will say I'm going to read it. I will buy it <laughs> but maybe. But you'll read the excerpts I'll on read Twitter. The ex- exactly, that are on Twitter, exactly. Oh, speaking of... Controversy on on the sets of DC movies. Wow, this here we a, go. This is a piece of news. Wow. Um. So the the hot the hot news is, mm. uh, Christopher Nolan either does or does not allow <laughs> chairs on set when he a- makes a movie. And Hathaway said, right? Yeah, I'm a- filming uh The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. She, was, she said that apparently Christopher Nolan was like, you're not allowed to have a chair. Yeah. Because uh, I guess. If you if you're sitting, you're not working. Well, it's what they used to say at McDonald's when I worked there. If you got time to lean, you got time to clean. If you've got and time said, to lean, you've got time to make an Oscar nominated movie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think if you've got time to lean, you should be able to lean just for a little bit. Don't I, you think, mean? I think I think if you've got time to lean, then later when you have to clean, yeah. you'll be more enthusiastic and rested for that clean. You know, or just always be cleaning. ABC. ABC. Yes, so maybe that's true. <laughs> but then, obviously, I, th- I think other people on other movies have yeah. said. No. Of course you get to. Yeah. Get, I think because I think he said that he chooses not to sit. At the and little yeah. there's a thing called a video village. And maybe at, like also his director of photography and some others like choose not to. Yeah, so there's a thing yeah. there's a thing on a movie set, I guess, where there's monitors and you and there's usually seats around the monitors and all the director and the cinematographer and whatever, they they film a scene and then they watch it back on a monitor to see what it looks like. Yeah. And apparently he doesn't uh, he doesn't use a chair there yeah. because he doesn't want to just get into a point where he's sitting there and wasting everybody else's time where he just back into the left, yeah. back into the left kind of thing. That so. might be it. It could also be a situation where if you're wearing one of those superhero costumes like your Batman suits or your Catwoman outfit, you can't sit in that because it will split. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. He leaves a he leaves like a silver dollar like glued to the ground <laughs> as a trap to see if anybody will. To see who's poor. That's exactly right. <laughs> and if you're poor, you're out. <laughs> so, yeah. You can't that... afford a fancy scarf on a uh, Christopher <laughs> Nolan set, you're out. Yeah, so, no, I thought that was – I've been watching a few of those actors on actors things. I watched the Chris Evans-Paul Rudd one, which uh-huh. was quite fun. And I've, I've started to watch another one. I can't remember which one. Oh, the Patrick Stewart, um, Henry Cavill one was, huh. was quite interesting as well. They're Do they have a pair. connection besides yeah. being British? I mean, it's that weird Skype. Thing, but oh, yeah, yeah. they they flow reasonably well. No, I mean, do they have a historical? Connection? Oh well, they yeah, because he together. talks about it up top. How uh, Henry Cavill organ, uh, organ I was going to say organized. Uh, Henry, Henry Cavill orgasmed for no, he what? auditioned. Oh my god! <laughs> no, he what a audi- leap! He auditioned for a Shakespeare thing in his very very early days for Patrick Stewart's production company. Oh, I, I can't. But it was it was for a movie or a TV. I couldn't tell you what it was, and he absolutely botched the audition after learning it perfectly and then rang his agent and said, we cannot, can I go back? I really want to do it again. So we went back again and Patrick Stewart said to him at the time, it's really brave of you to come back and do this, you know, really appreciate it. And it shows great character and whatever. Uh-huh. He didn't get it anyway, yeah. but yeah. It shows great character, but obviously we cannot trust you on the night <laughs> because you will mess this up. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I have Henry Cavill news. Also. I love Henry Cavill news. Uh, I, th- I thought I'd get to some news together. 
Uh, apparently, the the estate of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle is suing Netflix oh, for that weird for Enola Holmes. Yes, which is a, a a series that is upcoming based on a series I think of young adult novels where Sherlock Holmes has a younger sister who also solves mysteries. Yes. Uh, so is she, so that's news to me that there is a series of, of novels based on this with this new character. Was she always – it's Millie Bobby Brown. Yes. Yeah. Was she always a part of, like, the law? Did he always no, she's have new. a sister? she's new. I mean, like, even in the original books, is there, like, passing mention? I don't think so, no. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. But uh, I said it's a film. I thought, it, yeah, so it's yeah, a film so, based yeah, yeah. on a, a series. Uh, yeah, okay. So why are they suing them? They're suing because – basically because Sherlock Holmes is nice to people. What? So, so the, the, the deal is – that I my assumption was that all uh, Sherlock Holmes stories were in the public domain, but it turns out they're not. So in so the the original series of stories, yeah, are in the public domain. So for people who don't know, uh, Sherlock Holmes stories are bro- basically broken into two eras, mm. uh, before and after the waterfall. Yeah. So so Sherlock Holmes was created by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle mm-hmm. and. Very popular, but he kind of got sick of writing the character and wanted to do other things. Yes. So there's this famous story where he battles his nemesis Moriarty. They mm. fall off a waterfall. After having run. a mind fight? Yeah, they have a mind fight. They're mind palaces. <laughs> they have clashing mind palaces. Their mind chandeliers just <laughs> smash together into little bits. And then they die. Yeah. And Conan Doyle was like, okay, my character's dead. I'm going to do some more stuff. And then... Afterwards, people were like, bring back, bring back Sherlock Holmes, bring him back. We'll give you yeah. money. Bring more it back. mind palaces, <laughs> more mind palaces. Uh, and so eventually he did bring him back. Mm. And it's, it's true if you read the later stories, he's more emotional. Okay. I guess because of. Fell on his head. He fell on his head, presumably. Or he was like, underwater for a real long time. Any of those things. But, yeah. you know, in the old stories, he's basically like. I bring Watson along because he's useful sometimes. Yeah. Like they're not friends. They're yeah. just he's, he's just, just someone like, to bounce off. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's just he's just a person to say ideas for and occasionally he can move a thing or punch a guy for him <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And then later stories, he is more he's he's clearly like, Well, I'm you know, I now I appreciate people more. And I think maybe that's also due to, you know, maybe Conan Doyle's own life. Yeah, right. Had had some things happen in his own life. But uh yeah, you get older, you soften. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I think so those ones are not in the public domain. So the right, fact that so okay. if Conan so if Sherlock Holmes in this series was cold and emotionless, yeah. it would fall under the banner of the old story. I stories. think the cutting off point should be if you said it before the the the, the waterfall. The waterfall thing, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so, so if so if because uh, sometimes he's nice. So if Henry Cavill was just constantly damp in this series, <laughs> then he could they could sue him because he'd be like, "Yep, just got out of that waterfall." <laughs> it's really. Really, he's maybe really they something. keep. Maybe the whole movie is just him. There's a lot of like strolls next to a waterfall. And you're like, oh, this is it. Yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> and he never does it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. that's wild. What a weird thing to sue for. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In early, this is from CNN. In earlier works, now in the public domain, his aloofness and lack of empathy are crucial aspects of his character and must be respected in any adaptation. The estate claims. Oh, there you so go. you can do it for free. Yeah. If he's if he's cold and aloof, and I guess they kind of like it. That is that, but is that a time? Is that a time thing? Because I know public domain stuff, there was a time limit on it. But I know also Disney changed that. Yeah, look, I, I, yeah, I don't know if the later stories will ever be covered by that. But mm. if you look at, say, the, the Robert Downey Jr. version mm. or the, the Cumberbatch version, yeah. they are kind of just mean pricks yeah, they, the time. Yeah, and I so guess are. they've escaped uh, having, yeah. having to pay. Maybe that's yeah. why they haven't made that third Sherlock movie because he went over the waterfall. <laughs> that's true, yeah. But they are talking about making that one at yeah. some point, yeah. 
I didn't yeah. mind the second one of that. I didn't like the first one. So, yeah, okay, so a series of later stories written, written after World War One, which had an impact on the author, so that makes more sense. So he's more empathetic after after World War One, Witnessing horrible atrocities. Yeah, so apparently they're also suing the author of the books as well. So, oh, okay, so yeah. it's a whole thing. It's a whole well, thing, Good thing yeah. they're back to my Netflix now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's lucky, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, actually, I that was I'm kind of Sherlock Holmes out. But I was looking forward to that movie. I'm like, oh, I really like this cast. This could yeah. be interesting. So there you go. They're all wearing fancy. I mean, top hats. I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, Sherlock never had a sister, and they should sue the pants off them. And, and all yet, those that things. is that is kind of like because you know the, the the Cumberbatch version did have a sister. They're oh, like, you did too. New sister, you had a crazy even, sister. You could do big, voices. Even bigger mind palace. A mind palace like you would not yeah. believe. That's, I mean, his Sherlock's mind palace is like a mind uh, trailer, like yeah. a mind caravan. <laughs> But like a mind RV compared to her mind. If you look at this cast, though, Billy Bobby Brown, Henry Cavill, Sam Claffin, Helena, Helena Bonham Carter. That's yep. that's a that's an that's absolute bloody one, cracker, yeah. mate. This looks like it could be quite good. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at the director, but I, I think it'll probably still come out. Mm. It'll probably, yeah, September. It's supposed it's supposed to be due out. Mm. I don't recognise any of the uh, the other stuff that he's done. It looks like he's done like British TV stuff. Oh, British TV. Anyway, there you go. Great. Yeah. Uh, so f- back to DC news, Mason. Full DC steam ahead. Toot. All right, here we go. Toot so, toot. Uh, of course, you may know this, but the, you do know this. The DC Fandome event is coming. I do toot know that. toot. Yep. Uh, August twenty second, and as part of the programming, what two of the things that they've put in? You said DC Fandome toot toot, but I think the DC Fandome noise should be like the sound of like like a wet hand going down glass <laughs> yeah. to symbolize the dome, like a bloody hand. Like people are trying. Are you to trying get to get into the dome? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or out. Yeah, maybe out. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so and what they've got in there, their program lineup is uh, Secret Movie 1, Secret Movie 2. Wow. So that's cool that they've got two revelations. So so two My Secret Identity movies. <laughs> yes, that's right. Jerry O'Connell's back. <laughs> but he wouldn't do it, so it's his brother again. And he, he, well, he can't him. fly anymore because those, those cans are bad for the environment. That's true. What could he use instead? He could spit. He could, I guess he could spit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so no, he can't spit. Not the, not these days. Oh yeah, he can't spit. Yeah. Why did he think he could spit? It's ridiculous. <laughs> what an idiot! Do people remember that My Secret no Identity, which is a, a TV series. I barely had, remember. Yeah, it. it was a secret. It was this. It was this TV series with Jerry O'Connell mm. of Sliders and other things. Fame. Piranha 3D. Stand by me. Yep. Uh, and he had he had various Kangaroo Jack. He had ve- yes, he had various powers, including he could float. Yes, and he could also it he was, was a little super bit Alex Mack. Yeah. yeah, but he, he was could, super strong. But he yeah. could, he was also weightless. Yeah. Yeah, bit of a bit of a plot hole there. Yeah, so but he would use spray cans to very slowly fly. Oh, yeah, float. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, good stuff. Great, great stuff. Anyway, speculation is like, is it whatever the Flash movie is going to be? Uh, Aquaman two, Man of Steel two, Green Lantern movie, Supergirl, Cyborg. There's a number of things that they've mentioned they were going to make uh-huh. over the years, which they haven't. So mm. we we don't know. Yeah. Uh, what what is a miracle uh, movie? That's, yeah, definitely. Oh, New Gods. I'd love, yeah, I mean, that, that's been announced already. I'm looking forward to New Gods. Mm. More New Gods, man. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, anything that you'd like to see in particular? Would you like to get some confirmation of the Keaton thing maybe? Or Yeah, that but they wouldn't a, announce that as a movie though, would they? They would if they were like Flashpoint and Keaton. Oh, yeah, good point actually, yeah. yeah. Oh, imagine that if they were brought out whoever's going to be the Flash now and mm. then Michael Keaton. People would be very excited. People are just screaming against the glass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm. But anyway, we'll see you on August 22nd. Uh, this is from Game Revolution. They've revealed that there is a Fallout series in development based on the Fallout series of games that get progressively worse. I've heard that. And the I've new heard one nothing in particular. But bad things. Fallout is that 76? Fallout 76? Yeah, yeah uh-huh. no, that's atrocious. Uh-huh. I think I watched, was it Internet Historian did a really good video on it where he talks about how 
all these things that they were going to put in it and then they just, when they open it up, there's just nothing in the world and they expected people to, like, make your own fun and oh, story was, was and Fallout adventures. 76 a multiplayer? Yeah, it's the online whatever. Oh, I see, right, right, and right. And atrocious. Okay, yeah, okay. But, but also it's one of those things where, like, it's a lot better now, but it's like, well, yeah, right. maybe you should have made well, it that good. With things. Didn't it happen with No Man's Sky? No Man's Sky, yeah. He's actually got the same guy. got another interesting video on that where they just took all the money that they made from it and just for a couple of oh, years just it. kept Adding chipping things. away at it. And apparently yeah, it's right. really good, which, I mean, it's it's kind of disingenuous the way that they released that game, but the fact that they took the time to – they could have gone on to something else That's with true, the yeah. money, yeah, yeah. but they spent the time to make it. With their ill-gotten gains, but they made them regular-gotten gains. They also kind of were put in a position where that was slated as this AAA release from Sony, but it was never supposed to be that. Is it a case? And he also lied a lot about what was in it. Well, I was going to say, is the the problem here that Fallout 76 was, and a lot of these games are just like, we are going to give you this and this and this. Mm. Maybe they should just, I don't know, shut the hell up about it. Yeah. And people might just be... Pleasantly surprised. But no, nobody who plays video games is pleasantly surprised. <laughs> no, they're certainly not. Not these days. Uh, yeah, did you see also um, NBA 2K is talking about how games are going to be 70 bucks from now on and whatever because they're normally 60 in the US? Ah, oh, $70 American. I yeah, and I don't have... I was like, a, that's a bargain. That is a, well, we can get them for about that here if you go to the right place, yeah. about mm-hmm. 70 bucks. But if you... I don't have a problem with increase, increasing the price of games. If mm. you get the game... Like the full game the with all you, the stuff. Yeah. You don't have to pay anything extra. And yeah. I don't mind like a little DLC story like Spider-Man or whatever that you can uh-huh. pay extra for. Right. But if you give me the full game, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd pay you a little bit extra for it, definitely. Yeah, a finished game. A finished yeah. game. you well, kidding exactly. me? I don't want – yeah, you, and you, want, you want the disc and you want everything and you don't want to be – you don't want to be surprised a couple of years down the line that they're like, we turned the servers off so you can't play this anymore. Well, there's that as well. I know it was – with the recent, what was it? With Crash Bandicoot Racing Team Race, which I was going to get because apparently it's like a fun little Mario Kart thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to get Sonic Racing instead. Ugh. <laughs> apparently it's all right. You're going to get Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Ugh. That's right. Uh, but I do. I like Mario Kart, which I uh-huh. still use occasionally. But they put in the microtransactions like a week or two weeks after the game came out. Wow. And that's just really. That is incredible. I'm cool, man. Yeah. Man. And uh, it, I have, and it, well, no, Fallout. We had Fallout news. Oh, yeah. But, no, wait. Did I have another thought about video games? I have so few thoughts about video games. I feel I should. You got other things on your have. plate. Yeah. You got you to fend off all the insults from my son as you walk through the house. <laughs> that's right. He <laughs> said I had a head like a frog. But, I mean, that's because you told him <laughs> yes. to say that I had a head like a frog. But he said it. It's true he did. But he yeah. asked me to tell him, to remind him to tell you. Oh, earlier before I got here. <laughs> yes. Okay, right. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say head like a frog. He he said looks like a frog. Okay, right. Well, that's fair. Actually. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, if you think of it, jump back in. I will. But there's a Fallout series in development for Amazon Prime or Prime Video, whatever the Amazon whatever, have, yeah. whatever the boys is on. Yep. Uh, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy developing it. They are, of course, behind Westworld. So Fallout was well, it still is, but like this really beloved. As a concept, Christine. it's great. I mean, whether, yeah. whether the people the, love New Vegas, whether the last few games have been incredible or, or bad, mm. just the idea of you know, it's a world in which there was an, it's like an idyllic. It was like an idyllic fifties world, but then it's yeah. destroyed by a nuclear holocaust. But everybody had to go into vaults for for decades. They've yeah, come absolutely. Out into a, they've come out into a ruined nineteen yes. fifties future. I played the one with Liam Neeson. But then I never got out of the vault. I was walking around and being like, "Can you get this for me?" Uh-huh. And I'm like, "Get it yourself, it. Liam Neeson. Yeah. <laughs> you got tall, legs. You're tall <laughs> enough to get it off that shelf, <laughs> Liam Neeson. You monster." Yeah, but I, I know, like, they're obviously amazing games. My brother, the one you don't like, is, uh-huh. was really into that. But New Vegas is apparently amazing. But a lot of those guys went on to make 
I think it's the Outer Worlds, which is like a much better version or the of Outer Wilds. or the Outer Worlds. But I think it's the Outer Worlds. We'll get okay. corrected regardless. But uh, so yeah, that's like a Fallout S game without all uh-huh. the garbage that they started to put in them. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they, anyway, it seems like a. I like the idea of the world and the aesthetic of the world and yeah. all the the stuff that goes on. It's like kind of like the movie uh, Blast from the Past. <laughs> <laughs> but with, with Brendan post, Fraser, yes, but exactly. post-apocalyptic and did whatever. You see the, um, did you see the trailer for Foundation Which came out that? a couple of weeks ago? It's based on an Isaac Asimov series of novels, and it's about uh, it's it's. I did see this. It's set in yeah. sort of like a global empire, you know, thousands of years in the future. It's on it's, Apple, right? Yeah, it might be the one that gets me to to, to get yeah. Apple TV. Finally. Just buy a new phone, and then they'll you get it for a year. I don't want to get a new phone. <laughs> Just buy, it's as easy as that. Oh my god! Just shell out a couple of grand, oh mate. Oh god. <laughs> But basically, it's like this. It's a. It's a. This epic saga. You know, it's 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 many. It was it was a book in the fifties, and then there were sequels, and then there were prequels up until like the nineties. So it's been like the. It was sort of this Isaac Asimov, and you would like it because it's set in the iRobotiverse. <gasps> set in the same universe. I don't like the iRobot no, movie. No, you do though. You love that movie. <laughs> I didn't you really love, like it. No, well, it's a shame. I didn't. But anyway, like it. it's basically about a guy. And he I like these shoes. <laughs> well, that's the shoes that they they wear exclusively vintage 2004 <laughs> Converse or whatever in Foundation. <laughs> I don't mind that movie actually. Yeah, yeah. But basically, it's it's about uh, it's about there's this big galactic empire that's been around for you know 10,000 ish years, mm. and the the there's a there's a scientist who predicts he, he builds a new model of mathematics that can predict the future, and he basically figures out that. In a in a few hundred years, the whole empire is going to collapse for thirty thousand years, and he's got to he's got to find a way to stop that. Okay, but everybody's like, "No, you you really you you're messing with our vibe here." Don't yeah, right. That. Okay, you know we we like things as they are. But is it a good thing that the if the empire dissolved, is that like the point? I was like, maybe it no, it'd be like a thirty thousand year old thirty thousand year dark age. Oh, okay, so like right. Everything, yeah, everything yeah. would suck. Yeah, he's like, well, if we figure this out, the dark age won't last as long, and you know. Yeah, so it looks it looks good, and we'll all have Converse shoes. Yes, I'll exactly. Figure out what the next hot brand is going to be. That's right. Uh, yeah, no, that was pretty good. I saw the trailer for that because it was mostly like a behind the scenes making of element oh, of as yeah, well. Right, was right, there? Right. Was there? Or was that a different video that Maybe I watched? Something else you watched? Yeah, but it looks like the money that looks like they put into that is in, it amazing. Looks like it, it has some people that I enjoy whose names I could not recall for a billion dollars. Wow, let me check that out for you right now, Mason. Okay. Mm. Uh, Jared Harris and Lee Pace is in it. Lee Pace, that's yeah, right. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Jared, Jared Harris. Terrence Mann. Jared Harris is one of those famous that guys. Oh, he's such a that guy. I think maybe he's guy. been in a Sherlock Holmes maybe. Yeah, he was Moriarty in something. There we go. Or Sherlock Holmes in something. Maybe he's been both. Yeah. If he's British, he's been both. Was he Was he Moriarty in the Robert Downey Jr. ones? I think maybe he was like one of Moriarty's henchmen or something. Okay. Or like an evil doctor. Okay. Might have been an evil doctor. No, he was Moriarty. Okay, there you go. There you go. Um, he would look like a rightful. Yeah. I was speaking of uh, the boys you mentioned earlier. Did you see the season two trailer stuff? I did, yeah. yeah. Looks uh, good. That's right. So bloody Back to the Future's out and the guy from Breaking Bad is in. Giancarlo Esposito right, yeah. is in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah, and we saw a first look of um, Aya Cash Stormfront. Mm. Who's uh, she, in this? She's very much like, "Hey, I'm on Instagram, everybody. Yeah, Check right. This out, I'm on Instagram Live. That's fun. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? It's fun because it's like real life. Is that is that would that be a play on the start of Justice League, or do you think that's just a coincidence? Oh, I didn't think about that. Maybe it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's always subverting expectations. That's that show true. in a good very, way. Yeah, because she's sort of like. <laughs> Holding Homelander up to the, you know, yeah. feet to the fire and being like, "I'm on the team now." Yeah, think about this. Exactly, you dumbass. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's true. We ha- <laughs> we haven't really seen any updates to what the the actual boys are up to though. What are the boys up to? Probably, probably putting bombs up people's bums. Yeah. I enjoyed uh, the laser vision baby just cutting people in half. Yeah, right. That was a lot. Just a- so if we have just another one of those. <laughs> yeah, they all get one. Yeah, mm. Mm. terrific stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that coming back. 
Uh, what else have we got? This is from Christopher Miller, who you might know as involved in the Spider-Verse movies. Oh, one half of Lord and One Man. half of. Uh, the development of the new groundbreaking art techniques being done on the next Spider-Verse movie are already blowing me away. It's going to make the first movie look quaint. Oh. There you go. So that's exciting. I mean, he's not going to say the opposite. It'll be like, this looks way worse. This is so <laughs> I mean, we tried we tried to mm. make this better than the previous one, but, I mean, we kind of peaked. So yeah. <laughs> it's all kind of downhill, yeah, if look, I'll be honest with you. It's definitively going to be worse and you're not going to like it as much. But mm. anyway, please go and see it. So anyway, it's not really news, but it's just like a, it's good to know that it's still happening. Was he – does he – did we see news this week that Clone High is coming back? Did he yeah, create re- Clone a High? Yeah, reboot. Did Lord he, and Miller they did do Clone, Clone High. I never right. saw Clone High, but apparently it's great, right? I saw little bits and snippets of it. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll watch that. There's some community people in Clone High as well, isn't there? Uh, Will Forte was in it. Okay. He's not from Clone High, but... Uh, you know, from Community Men? Yes. I think there was. Or maybe even least, like some special guests and things like that. Maybe, maybe there isn't. Oh, Turk from Scrubs is in it. Yeah, but anyway, it's a, it was a it was a, a little animated series, sort of in the style of yeah 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 Dexter's Laboratory, kind yeah of like that kind of look. Oh, this is why I haven't seen it really because it came out in two thousand and two and it was much harder to steal things off the internet. In oh, it definitely was. Yeah, yeah, and it and it's a it's a it's a high school where a whole bunch of historical figures mm. have been cloned and now they're teens like John F. Kennedy and Lincoln and Joan of Arc and Gandhi and stuff like that. Hot stuff. Hot stuff. Terrific. Very right. hot these days. Oh, mate, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Deadline are reporting that Nickelodeon are again rebooting the TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, for the biggest screen. Uh, so <laughs> The I, biggest screen? Yes. Is that what we're calling it now? It's going to be CG animated. I okay. don't know whether it was always going to be, but I think maybe lockdown might have shifted in another direction. I'm guessing. I don't know that for a fact. But it's going to be Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, and James Weaver producing. Okay. Uh, and it's also going to be from the director, Jeff Rowe, who worked on Gravity Falls. So there you go. Oh, well, I like all those names. Yeah, I know, so, right? But am I tired of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I'm always up for a new version a of new that. A new attempt of that, but I yeah. kind of just want to see the, the like – Guys in suits again, like the first one. Yeah, but you know, you could just tweet. in the old suits from the eighties. They've just rotted away. Yeah, just rotted away. <laughs> just seeing the gears shifting around their heads. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, or like a like a mix where you do a bit of a CGI blend to make yeah, it more right, uh-huh. lifelike. But there was something about that movie that was just so like visceral and 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 dangerous, but in a way that was like okay for kids. I don't yeah. know whether I'd show my kid now that movie, maybe when he's a couple of years older because there's like smoking and <laughs> yeah. people fall into garbage trucks. But there was something about <laughs> that movie that – Were the two things linked? Probably. You probably, could say as a lesson. You definitely could, like, could. Listen, buddy, if you smoke cigarettes, you will fall into a garbage truck and Elias Cotius will crush you to death. Or you'll have a wonderful acting career like Sam Rockwell. So, yeah. Oh, that's a really good point it's actually, a really good point. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's – it's kind of one of those kids' movies, and I don't mean to this in a way of like, and it's because it's society and it's gone insane. Like they don't really make kids' movies that dark anymore, yeah. and because this even got criticised at the time for being like that, and that's why the tones of tone of those movies shifted so much, especially the second too. one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's something about that movie that because it was independent as well, so they just were yeah. Like, I mean, I whatever. guess it was kind of lightning in a bottle in that way, and there was yeah. a, it was a thing that was so immediately and immensely popular mm. that they sort of had the juice to just push push it through, like. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess you couldn't do that now. It's pretty great. Society, you know. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's uh, what I'm saying. Just a little update. I love updates. Um, in the second season, uh, Jerry O'Connell gained the ability to move through the air without the use of aerosol cans. Uh, so he's going to be all right, isn't he? So I guess uh, maybe I didn't see those episodes. <laughs> no, I don't think we got those here. I only no. ever saw the uh... – Oh, no, but it says later in that season, after being struck by the photon beam a second time, photon beam, beam origin, mm. uh, Andrew develops superhuman strength but loses his invulnerability. So well, that's not a good combination because you need. Maybe we the just saw. Maybe we lift. just got random episodes. Yeah, that it seems that way. Yeah, because I remember him being like, 
the bullies would hit him and he's and he'd be like, I'm invincible, dickhead. Whoa. Who was the scientist in that? The scientist was Derek McGrath. I have no idea who that is. Nope, dunno. Okay. I just remember it being like a Doc Brown kind of guy, but that's yeah, clearly right, right. not uh-huh. even close. Mm. You never guess my, my secret, secret identity. identity. Great show. It's Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> also, did he even wear a mask? I don't think he did. I don't think he had a persona. Mm. So shut up, my secret identity. Also, he was it always should have been called um, Aerosol Boy. <laughs> Air- Floaty Aerosol, Aerosol Boy. boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's close to Asshole Boy, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not against it. I'm no, just saying right? that's yeah, probably yeah. why they didn't do probably it. Probably that's why they'd call him that. <laughs> the kids on the playground. He'd be like, "I'm Aerosol Boy," and they'd be like, "Really? Come on." This this whole recurring. My secret identity thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm. There's one person out there who's just like, this is my jam. This is a, they remember exactly how much of it as we do. It's, it's no, just- there's two people out there. There's the my, there's exactly my jam guy, and there's the guy who's like, how dare you disrespect my favorite show, my secret identity? <laughs> None of that was true. What you're saying? Those guys should fight. Yeah, but I back the guy who's more like us. <laughs> yes, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last bit of news. This, is, this was an IGN exclusive reveal. Ooh. Alien Predator and Alien versus Predator, which kind of goes without saying, yep. has now moved over to Marvel. What if they split them printing up? Printing comics, I what mean. if they split up Alien and Predator and they weren't allowed to be in the same universe anymore? Like two Jerry O'Connell fans. Exactly. That's yeah, right. Okay. Who would you back? Well, the one that was more like me, obviously. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Who would you pick? Predator. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. Laser gun. It's safe. Because yeah. it's like one Predator versus one Alien, it's not... No, it's not. Need a bunch of aliens or like a super alien or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I I didn't realize that Dark Horse was still printing them. I mean, I never occurred. I knew they were, but it didn't occur to me that they don't own any any of those properties anymore. Yeah, right, right, right. I guess they're still reprinting. I imagine they'll still be able to reprint like uh, the old. Maybe they can. Maybe they can't. Maybe they can't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, But Dark Horse have done a lot of really good stuff with that property. Even recently, there's been some pretty decent alien stuff that they've been putting out. So yeah. I don't think the quality is going to drop heading over at Marvel. I think it's just going to, we're just going to get some different ideas. And one of the images that they were released was one was just of the alien. Another one was the predator holding the Iron Man head. It looks like go, it maybe yeah. had a spine in it. Maybe. Yeah. Right. So I think we'll probably eventually get those kind of crossovers, but it might not happen immediately. No, but I mean, you know, that we've had years of mm. Batman versus Predator and Superman versus Aliens and Green Lantern versus all of them and all that sort of stuff. So. Batman versus Superman's Aliens? Yeah. Yeah, so that's interesting. I wonder also if eventually we could get that stuff bleeding over into any of the live-action stuff or even some animated stuff. You know what we never got, even though... Dark Horse and had, Star Wars? The, had those licenses. We never, well, we never got Star Wars versus mm. Aliens. We never got Die Hard versus Aliens. Mm. That would have been <laughs> good. Because Fox owned them all. At, you know, I mean, Disney yeah. owns them all now. We'll never get it now. Or even like <laughs> Die Hard versus Terminator, like a Terminator arrives in the building. That'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? Yes. Because yeah. that's how I've been reading. Um, this isn't for what we're reading, so I can talk about it now. That's right, wanna, you're allowed. I don't want to step on myself. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Termina- Terminators versus uh, Transformers. I'll be watching that. Oh, and it's, right. They jump into the timeline and they mess up like the Transformers origin. Oh. Yeah. It's oh. good. It's been two issues. Wow. Well, it's good. I didn't I've know talked that about existed. it before. It only, okay, I wasn't listening. That's fine. I only, <laughs> it only recently came back because of the, you know, they didn't print comics for a while. So, yeah, it's good. It's only been two, but it's been good so far. I only have one more piece of news. I love news. I mean, it's not so much news. Is it personal is. news? Because this, this is not a, for the show, really. You can tell me after the show and I'll tell you whether or not it's for the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, 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 right. Um, no, this is this is this is superhero news. Okay, cool. Uh, this is. Uh, did you see that uh, the, there's a company called Prop Store and they sell old props from 
movies and TV shows. Okay, right, like yeah. And they're selling off all the Netflix Marvel stuff. Oh, my God. So How much is a thing? What kind of thing are you talking about? Anything. Okay, so like if you wanted, there's like three Daredevil suits up on there. So if you want one of those, starting bid's like 10 grand. Oh, I think I think some people have already bid it on those. You can get Jessica Jones' sandwich costume. Sandwich costume? You know, there's a scene in one episode of Jessica Jones where she's a sandwich mascot. I don't remember that This is at before all. she's a detective and somebody's like, get off the road, you stupid sandwich. <laughs> hey, get off the road, you stupid sandwich. <laughs> anyway, you can buy that if you want. Um, uh, see, I don't know if this Charlie Cox Daredevil outfit would fit me. Maybe I'll get the Luke Cage hoodie. That'd fit me, wouldn't it? Well, <laughs> it'd fit you and your entire family. <laughs> oh, this Daredevil suit looks so good. Yeah, right. You can get that. You can get you like kingpin suits. You can get like all, all sorts. Oh, you of can stuff. get the size. You can get the size. What's the name? Yeah. Size. Electra size. Yeah. Oh, so much God. stuff there. I'm I'd want to get the season two Daredevil helmet. There's nothing I would really particularly want, but it's just nice. You get to, the robot arm. You can, yeah, you can get Misty Nice robot arm. Yeah. Now you can get Electra's. Bloody murdered outfit, the one that she was stabbed in. (laughs) That's a lot of blood there. And it comes with the size. Yeah, yeah. That's good. You can tell that's real blood. Yeah, you can tell it's not real blood because it's red and it's dried. Oh, yeah. uh, Real blood goes brown. That's stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. Oh, you can get Iron Fist. Idiots. You can get it, yeah. Uh Jessica Jones' outfit just looks like an outfit that my wife would wear. Mm, Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm sorry, that's a dig at my wife, by the way. Just in case people were wondering. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, you get this guy. Remember this outfit? You fought Luke Cage. You look like uh, a G.I. Joe villain. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, like Copperhead. Copperhead, or Copperhead that's or, right. Or uh, the other guy, Diamondback. Yeah, Diamondback. The, was... the, yeah, the final battle outfit, which looked it just the worst, that was honestly. And I know it was comic book accurate to some degree, but it looked so bad. bad. Just do, do, do something else. Do anything else. Yeah, do anything else. Yeah. You can get, uh, You can if you want, you can buy Luke Cage's. Uh, Shut game. up. No, he's gained his power. You can buy, you can get the hmm. you can get the barbershop chairs and stuff. Oh, but you can that's also cool. get like the the power generation chamber that he got had his origin in. The whole thing. It's on there. Yeah, you can buy it. They're really not making any more of this stuff, are yeah. they? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean you, they would never need those again. No, I guess they wouldn't. And also, yeah. like, as as I understand it, even if they were to do another season mm. of Daredevil or whatever, they'd build all new suits anyway. Yeah. So, because mm. they just do, because they, they all get, like, shop-worn and then and yeah. scraped on the ground and stuff, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but that's what I want. Yeah. I want the scraped on the ground suit. Yeah. I reckon me and Charlie Cox are like the exact same size. I reckon could fit into his Daredevil suit. You just said you couldn't fit into his Daredevil suit. I was just joking. I think we're exactly the same size. <laughs> well. We're definitely not. But what if might, we were? You might be. Mm, I don't know. I don't think he's that tall. Let's yeah, but up. it's all he's, he's, built, he's built bigger than me, I'd imagine. Let me check. We uh, can put padding in the suit. We yeah. get, you know, those little shoulder pads. We just put them everywhere in the suit. We sew them all in. He's 178, so he's like, he's a couple, he might be a couple of centimetres. I don't, what am I? I don't know. I can't remember. I might be about that. Your regular normal person height. I don't think. know if I am. I think I'm bigger than most, don't you think? No. I'm 6'4". Everyone it's knows that. It's not true. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. All right. Mm-hmm. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's good to be talking about HelloFresh again, Mason. Yeah, My back. Goodness. I'm very excited about it. Welcome back, Fresh. Welcome back, Fresh. (laughs) Because HelloFresh offers so many recipes to choose from each week to help you break out of your recipe rut. That's a great idea. And it's great for for, for quarantine, do you know what I mean? You want something new, you want something hot and fresh, you want to try some new recipes, it's the way to do it. You don't want to make it, so you know, oftentimes it's like, well, I'll make a huge thing and then I'll eat it every day for a week. That combined with staying indoors, you go mad. You'll die. Hello fresh, you can get a bunch of them. <laughs> get the correct amount. That's right. For every meal, you can have a new one every night. It's funny you should mention that because, yes, they do do pre-proportioned ingredients, which means there's less prep and less food waste. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you've got too much dill or whatever. You know what I mean? No, exactly. You don't have too much dill. Yeah. There's also something for everybody, including low-calorie, vegetarian, family-friendly recipes every week. And also, if you do want to change your delivery days or food preferences or skip a week, you can do that whenever you want. You're not locked in. Perfecto? Perfecto. perfecto. Speaking of perfecto, Mason, yes. how does prosciutto roasted chicken sound to you with creamy parsnip mash and thyme mushroom sauce? That sounds perfecto. Well, I've already had it, and let me tell you, it was perfecto. Did you save some for me? I didn't, Mason. I ate it. I guess it's perfectly proportioned, that's so right. there's no leftovers exactly. for me. But, uh, <laughs> that's okay. I can make, get and make my own. That's exactly it. And here's the thing, though. If people listening to this are interested, they can actually go to hellofresh.com 80, as in 80, Weekly Planet, and use code 80, Weekly Planet, to get a total of $80 off. That includes free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions do apply, but please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. That's HelloFresh.com slash 80, Weekly Planet, and use code 80, Weekly Planet. There's a tremendous amount of, $80. of, of meals. Yeah, $80. Yeah. Incredible. I'm with the show. Yes. Incredible, though. Very much incredible. incredible. It's always fun to stumble upon a show where you're like, this is pretty good. I mean, people talked about it being pretty good, and then you're watching and you're like, hey, that, it was pretty good. That is fun. It's even more fun 
you know, people just saying, watch the show, you must watch the show. <laughs> yes, that's it's right. It's good. Everyone is telling you it's good. Exactly. You're less being stumbled upon the show and more being shoved face first into the show. Right into it, yeah. And, and initially you're like, but I don't, this makes me hate the idea of it, the very idea of it. Well, we were just, before this we were just talking about Hamilton. I'm like, you're going to watch Hamilton and you're like, I'm sick of it already. I'm sick of hearing uh, about yep. it. You've had a Absolutely, goddamn, yeah. it's up to here, even though. It's good. All right, if you say I've so. seen it live, Mason. Well, then I, me seeing it on the on the on the idiot box, <laughs> mate, isn't gonna is gonna experience is not gonna be the same, is it? That's that may not be the case. But was that's there, not what was, to, was there a uh, was there an intermission when you went? Yes. Did you get Did you get snacks? No, I, I don't normally do that. I just kind of stand around on my phone and I go on my phone. And I was on my own because I was oh. in LA by myself. So uh, and then I went back in and I finished the show while the guy next to me intermittently got on his phone. I'm like, come on, this isn't... In this, the, during the performance. Yeah, I'm like, this isn't the sequel to Phantom of the Opera, Love Never Dies. This is serious theatre. That's right. <laughs> You're making a mockery. Mm. But I still loved it. Anyway, we're not talking about that because we're going to talk about the Harley Quinn animated TV series. It's mm. just wrapped up its second season. And both of us just literally jumped we on board to it. just the whole thing, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, it's a great show. I heard it, again, like I heard it was good. I'd seen clips... I wasn't really sure how I was going to get it at some point. I ended up doing a VPN and a bunch of other stuff to get it. And shotgunning it, for me, it was a really nice way to kind of to get through it. It didn't feel like it dragged. It's like 22-minute episodes. There's 26 in total. Is that That's right? right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where if you love the Batman animated series from the 90s. Yes. Well, first of all, with the same creators, because it's Paul Dini and Bruce Tim created this as, as well as that. I feel like it's one of those. It's it's a great throwback to that as well. It's being its own thing. It feels like when uh, Hanna Barbera decided to do an evolution of all their old shows, like Space Ghost, and, yes, Harvey and Har- Bird, that's the Birdman, ex- and all that sort of yeah. stuff. And they've and they've you know they've brought it into the modern day, and they've decided to sort of revel in all the tropes and make fun of them. But also, mm. it's kind of a nice homage. But also, it's based on a series that was good. Initially, yes. as opposed to the Hanna Barbera stuff, which sucked initially. <laughs> yeah, and the only way to go is up. So in in a it way, has its fans. Yeah, no fans of ours. Whoa, I don't know. If that's true. <laughs> that's exactly the comparison I've written here. It does have that Harvey Birdman kind of vibes mm. for the seven people. I know I'm mirroring your screen, so I know exactly. Oh, that's what. how you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I know you could easily go like, oh, this is. DC, but Rick and Morty. Oh, this is if, if Deadpool was Harley Quinn or whatever. But it mm. doesn't, to me, it, Harvey Birdman is like the most kind of apt comparison to me. And I also think the, the voice cast, because I, I, I recognize kind of voices in and out like through it. And there's definitely, you know, there, there, are, there are changes. And I yes. think I imagine a lot of the pushback against this series, if indeed there was any when it started, is that we don't have the original Harley Quinn. No. We don't have the original Batman or Joker. No. Though Diedrich Bader has voiced him before. That's true, yeah. yeah. So Kaylee Cuoco was Harley Quinn. Yes. I like that she hasn't just gone, I'll just do the 90s voice, which I feel like a lot of the time Margot Robbie feels like it's an impersonation of that. You yeah, know, right, it's, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's its own thing. I feel like there's kind of more subtlety to the to the character that she's And put the in. accent doesn't necessarily have to be a part of the character. No, yeah. absolutely not. Although I think it did throw me initially. Okay. Yeah. Just being board. just being different. Yeah. Yeah, fair I enough. I don't like it. Anything different. I also like that she wouldn't really have to do the show because she'd be a multi-billionaire. They were getting $400 million a minute to do Big Bang to, towards That's the end true, of that yeah, series, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, yeah. So I like it when they can come on board and do this because it means like it's something that they want to do and want to be involved in. Exactly. You, you sort of know that it's a uh, it's it's often a mark of quality. Mm. Like when you think about Breaking Bad, yes. uh, Brian Cranston had done 
many years of Malcolm in the Middle and some Seinfeld. Exactly, barring you know, he was lot... some of the monsters on Power Rangers. That's, oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Is the original was he something to do with Zordon? He he was Zordon in the movie. Yeah, he was Zordon in the movie, but he was in the original show as, as some, well. Some of the voices. Yeah. yeah, that's why he came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So barring like multiple divorces and, or a drug problem, mm. he would never have to go back to TV unless. Yeah. He wanted to, and that's I guess that's the same case yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. But the voice cast is yeah. incredible. Uh, like we, the, we've got two Seinfeld alums, speaking of Seinfeld. Yes, we do, yeah. Jason Alexander is in it as uh, Harley's landlord. Yep, uh, Cyborgman. Yes, which I didn't I didn't get until I finished watching the show. Wow. He's an old man who's also a Cyborg. I only got it just now. No, I got it immediately because it was really wow. obvious Mason. Wow. <laughs> uh, Lake Bell, Poison Ivy. Alan Tudyk I really like as the Joker. Well, that, it's big shoes to fill, isn't it? It absolutely is, but it's also it's not a Mark Hamill impression. But I can't. But it, but it's it just fits perfectly in in this world, you know. And he does a few voices in it as well. Uh, Tony Hale. I lo- I really like Diedrich Bader's Batman. And what I like about Batman in this is, even though it's silly and they kind of poke fun at him and all that, uh-huh. he's still Batman. Like yes. he's a hundred percent Batman. You know, uh-huh. he's he's not incompetent. Like he's not a fool. Like they make fun of him, you know. Uh-huh. But he's not. He's not. He's not a complete dumbass. Do you know what I mean? He's and the same with the Justice League. Like Superman, Superman is Superman. Superman yeah. Wonder Woman is Wonder Woman. Yeah. Ron Funches is King Shark. King Shark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's really great. Also, a lot I like about King Shark and Clayface, the two of the characters that they've actually changed quite a lot. But I think it, it works as they make Clayface this yeah. thespian. Changes have been made to what what they what they seem to have done is sort of drawn various influences from various versions of. A bunch of characters like yeah. there's there's elements of this you know that are speaking of superman there's you know there's references to the phantom zone yes that are clearly kind of christopher reeve movie references and there's you know there's some very uh there's some solid references from like the 1960s batman tv series yeah. and all that sort of stuff and yeah so so clayface is sort of he is the the original clayface mm. well it, it's never said explicitly who was uh just an actor, a failed actor who turned to murder. Yeah. But, uh, but now he has all the Clayface powers. But this one is like super flamboyant mm. and just. He's always trying out a new character and. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. When he tra- when he transforms into another person, it's not just for it's he, he goes method with it. Yeah. When he becomes a, like a sorority girl, he you know he gets obsessed with texting and 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 boys. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. And then you get like Aquaman, who's he's kind of like Thorish. Which yeah, is what I mean, he often is in the comics as well. Is this like, but again, I am mighty kind yes, of, yeah. But he's not. Again, it it, it this the show does skip the talking to fish jokes for the most part. Yeah. There's a few in I mean, there because what, what do you say? Well, exactly. Really, but at it's this also point. like they also portray him as a competent Aquaman. Yeah, he's not Jason Momoa, but he is also you know he can he can walk into a meeting of the Legion of Doom and just hand their asses to him. Yeah, because he's you know super powerful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I also enjoy. I think probably. One of my favorite characters. There's not. A, I'm looking at these and I'm like, I don't. I like all of these. There's no one here that I don't like. But the utterly broken Jim Gordon and having yes. Christopher Maloney voice him mm-hmm. is perfect. I don't even think I realize he's utterly Christ- broken from so many seasons on <laughs> oh, yes. uh, uh, Law and Order SVU. But if you look at like Happy, yeah. a show that he was on where he plays like a burnt out detective or failed oh. detective, whatever it is. Yeah, it's just that vibe is perfect <laughs> for like a Jim Gordon who's just desperate to be loved and just an alcoholic and his, ma- his marriage is failing and he wants to be a hero, but everyone hates him. But it's just, yeah, yeah it's really great. And yeah. on the villain side, you have James Adomian as Bane. Yes. Who is sort of... Oh, he's again, incredible. Speaking of... They've taken elements from from everything. Yeah, he's got the look of the 
Batman and Robin Bane. Yes. And he's got the Tom Hardy voice. Yes. And but and, he's, and the pit, I guess. Yeah, there's a, there's a, the there's, pit is more there's a Dark Knight Rises than anything. Uh, and yeah, but there's, you know, but he's sort of, um, they've given they've given him a personality to match the voice. Yes. Which is he's kind of. People don't take him seriously. People don't take him seriously. He he wants to be a like a big league villain. Yeah. But most people just see him as a sidekick who's been like he started out as a big name, but he's sort of been beaten down yeah. by Batman so many times that he's just a sidekick. He drives a Volvo. Yeah. Like he he's just sent out for people's, you know, coffee orders and stuff like that. So. Yeah, absolutely. And putting Jim Rash in as the Riddler's a great idea. And how his, his story progression is mostly that he gets more jacked as the series progresses yeah, right. uh-huh. for some reason. I think it's a, a really fun idea. And Lex Luthor as well, speaking of Breaking Bad, Giancarlo Esposito is, is great. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's like that cool, calm, calculated Lex and Luthor. And that Lex Luthor is basically the exact same Lex Luthor as the Superman, the animated yeah. Superman Adventures, the Justice League. Absolutely, comic. yeah. They've just gone, well, mate, that was a good one. Just just put yeah, him in there. Just essentially do yeah. that again, yeah. So it is, for those who haven't seen it, we'll do minor spoilers. We're not going to spoil everything because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people that haven't seen this, but it really captures all the, like, the core elements of every character really well. It starts off of kind of this low-key Gotham kind of story and then it slowly expands it and it go, as it goes and you get weirder and bigger characters and it goes interdimensional and, and all these kinds of things start happening as mm. it progresses. So it just it just ramps up. It gets more and more insane, which you kind of get, get hints at in the Batman animated series, but it didn't kind of branch out until it was the Superman series and the Justice League and they started yeah, right, uh-huh. merging the worlds together more. Yeah, it's like a Super Friends episode if they were just allowed to do anything. Yes. Like if they were allowed to just, you know, just just drop as many F-bombs as you want. Just put in as much blood as you want. Yeah. Just, uh... It's funny though because it, it doesn't feel like it's trying to be crass, like, oh, this is so in your face. Although it often is. Yes. Like it, you don't show your kids this. No, definitely not. I mean, no. you specifically, James, do not show your children <laughs> no, this. Do a... not show your four-year-old <laughs> and your newborn baby. There is a lot of blood and violence and uh-huh. swearing, but yeah, you'd almost, by the look of it, yeah. and also a lot of the show, it's it plays also like a really good kids show as well. And you also, you learn quite quickly that no one is safe in this universe mm. because it's a different continuity to everything else. And, and it's sort of- Your al- faves may not survive. It almost could be a sequel to the animated series, almost. Yeah. It doesn't, like it doesn't line up, but yeah. It kind of does. I mean, they mentioned there are there are references to things that happened thirty years ago. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, that, that, that works out. Yeah, when no, there, the there are. Series start? I had it. I had an exact example of why it doesn't work. Oh, but well. I can't remember why. Well, let's keep your negativity <laughs> out of this, shall we? Yeah, but no, it, it definitely is its own thing. But it's interesting you said about what it does to a bunch of characters because it kills people that you wouldn't expect. For example, like there's some major villains. I'll, I'll spoil one because the clip has been revealed. That the Joker just. Fry Scarecrow just melts him dead. Yeah, uh-huh. and there's a few others that get like seriously maimed or injured or killed. Cockney Scarecrow also. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And there's also what I also really loved about it is that there's the introduction of this is also a show that I'm sure a bunch of people are on board and they're like, we know it's great. Yeah, I mean, we that's know all, exactly. <laughs> I mean, this has been going for two. Yeah, as we said, two, two seasons. seasons yeah. And what we've been doing over in Australia is just waiting for it to appear on anything. Yeah. But it hasn't. Yeah. So, yeah, we were forced to take matters into our own hands. That's right. And we and don't regret it. Travel to America. <laughs> we, took a, we took a 24-hour flight. We went <laughs> to America. That's right. We made it happen. Mm. What I also really enjoyed is when it would introduce characters like Queen of Fables and Dr. Trap. Yes. I, I, don't, I haven't heard of these characters. I wasn't reading comics when these characters were kind of 
came through and they disappeared. Yeah, you right. Know? So every time a character would appear that I didn't know, which didn't happen that often, Mason, because I'm a massive you're a real big, fan. You're a big, big true fan of comic books. This like, is the show for you. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm right. like, Queen of Fables, Google it. Yeah, it's a character that existed that they bring back. Same with, like, Dr. Trap, is this like a knockoff Riddler they invented for the show? No, no he's, he's real. Like, yeah. He's a, real, exactly, he's a guy yeah. with a real metal jaw. Mm. I think that's great that the, the lore that they dig into from history, I think, is is really, really interesting. And it, and then and then you'll just get a character like Kite Man, who has always been a joke, is suddenly a major player in this series for some reason. Yeah, right, uh-huh. Yeah, which I think is really great. Also, I love... Well, because, the- yeah, yeah, because Harley has to, had to put together a... Uh, mm. She, You know, this is this is... The, it's a story as old as time. Mm. By that I mean since the animated series that Harley is bro- the, the the thrust of this series is Harley's broken up with the joke for good this time. Yeah. And she she don't get no respect. No. She's Rodney Dangerfielding it out there <laughs> and she's got to get together a crew, a new crew to to become a real supervillain and not as people think of her as a sidekick. So yeah. she's got she's, yeah, it's uh it's Poison Ivy mm. and Clayface as mentioned. Mm. Uh King Shark. Doctor Psycho? Doctor Psycho, yeah. Was it, who's the voice of that guy? That's Tony Hale. Okay, right, yeah. And there is also references to like, because I saw the controversy before the Snyder Cut was being released, one of them was wearing a release the Snyder Cut T-shirt in the episode and people were like, was this kind of poking fun at DC fans? I don't think so. I think it was just like a like a fun little nod. Do you mean the, do you mean the episode where that's bookended by the two <laughs> terrible DC fans? Yes. I think that is poking fun at DC fans. Oh, but I think it pokes fun at everybody though. I don't think it's like... You know, because it it does things that a normal cartoon wouldn't like. It's it's trying like it does some things that you would some people would also consider offensive in other ways. Do you know what I mean? Yes, that's true. Yeah. Also, what I, what it's great about that episode is it's it's completely Batman centric, which mm-hmm. is cool. You know, because you can explore other stories in it, and just even the idea that you can see like Themyscira, you can see Apocalypse, mm-hmm. and this version of Darkseid, and what what's he like? And it's like, oh, it's just it's still Darkseid. You know, it's he's still a lunatic. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh I think my favourite episode, I think if you're looking for one to jump off or on to. The first episode? Yeah, sure. The first episode is good, but where <laughs> it really kind of kicked into gear for me yes. was the one where Harley was looking to get a new nemesis and Robin shows up. And it's not Dick Grayson Robin who's not in this series, I believe, no, he's at not. all. No. It's Damian Wayne uh-huh. keeps coming in and trying to be the, the foil for Harley Quinn. And I think that's just, that's such a fun idea that he's like, you're my nemesis. And she's like, I don't want to fight <laughs> a little kid. I don't want to be your nemesis. Yeah. And it's Jacob, Jacob, Jacob Tremblay as well is, is Robin, Who's which that? is really good. He's in good boys. He's in, uh, oh, I know the show, but I haven't seen it. No, it's a movie. So you don't know well, it. Well, I don't know it then. I've heard, the, <laughs> I've heard those two words together then. Is yeah. that, does that make you happy? You've seen him in things. All yeah. oh, right. Yeah. Uh, the, the other part of this movie, uh, the other part of this series. Oh, the other movie. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Look, I haven't watched game. it, all right? Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> the other uh, big part of this series, which only develops more of the second series, is the relationship between Poison Ivy and Harley. Mm. That's something that they've explored more in the comics, that they end up in a relationship together. And initially it just looks like they're going to be friends, but I think it does a, a really good idea of naturally like progressing that relationship throughout the series. You know, and I'm sure there'd be people like it's a force agenda, et cetera, and, and, and whatever. But it, it didn't feel like that to me at all. For one, there is history for it in the comics. And that's I true. think it's a really great progress. But they would say that's also a force agenda. <laughs> sure, yeah. There's no, there's nothing you, there's. But there there's are no people of different sexualities is my point. Well, that sounds like a forced agenda <laughs> to me. Yeah. But I don't know. I think 
what I liked about that relationship was it started as like a friendship from a genuine place. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And they established that. And I'm like, oh, okay, so they're going in a different direction. They're not going to do the same thing that they've been doing in a lot of versions of the comics. But then when it kind of evolved into that, I thought that was really fun. And, you know, and then, you know, they spent some time together on Themyscira in one particular episode and the Themyscira has been changed to this bizarre, like, resort, like, yeah, hotel right, uh-huh. spa situation, which, mm-hmm. which was really fun. No, I think about it, I guess it is directly poking fun at release the Snyder Cut. Is it? it really is, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it didn't feel, I don't know, it, people didn't get too torn up about that, did they? Uh, not that I, but I don't care about those people. <laughs> okay, I mean, maybe, but I wasn't paying attention, so. I just think people get offended by everything these days, you know what I mean, Mason? Mm, that's true. And it's, it's SJWs and all of those things and yep. things have gone fully run mad. That's true. Okay. My favourite moment in, in the series is probably uh, the, the crew show up at um, Mr. Freeze's hideout and he emerges from the shadows and Clayface screams out, Lady Gaga! <laughs> that's who he thinks it is. <laughs> that's a great Mr. Freeze episode. Yeah. They introduce Nora as like a proper character as well. That's true, yeah. Which is really fun, uh-huh. yeah. Mm. All the villains are handled really well, I feel, in this, mm. except Killer Croc, which doesn't get enough play. I'm just kidding. I don't really remember or care. How much he plays into the story, but it does end on a bit of a cliffhanger because there's like a the end question mark. Yeah, but it seems like we are getting a season three though, so this is going to be something I'm going to try and watch weekly next time it rolls around because this was a a really genuinely pleasant surprise and to me one of the best things that DC have done in in recent memory, like across everything. Everything, yeah, yeah. you're right. Like um, so a lot of their movies I, I really like, and some of them not so much, and the same with the animated stuff. But this is definitely. Well up there. And it's interesting that they haven't got uh, this team together to do any of the live action movie stuff yet, you know? Uh, well, yeah, well, I guess that's true. But, I mean, you know, maybe they're still at TV stigma. I mean, surely yeah. not. But, but they've created, like, the some of the best Batman stuff, you know, and some of the best characters or recreated them. Maybe you know? they don't want to do it. Well, maybe they don't, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, we, that's, the, that's often yeah. a stumbling block. You'd be, they'd be like, hey, do you want to do whatever you want on television mm. or do you want to... Do a movie and everyone in the world hates you briefly <laughs> yes. or forever. Or forever, yeah. But look, I understand why they'd get Jeff Johns and I also understand why he'd, why he'd do it. But if you look at a lot of the things in Batman in particular that have stuck around, a lot of it comes from that series. Yeah. And I know that series also is in a way a spin-off of the Burton movie. It's not a spin-off, but you know what I mean? It, it yeah. branches off that. But, but really, if you look at what they've done to a lot of those characters, it's it's worked its way into the movies and into all of the media. You know, Harley true. Quinn wasn't a character before that series. Mr. Freeze was just a guy with a freeze gun, mm. you know, and that's the reason he was in Batman and Robin. I mean, they that's fucked the it up. For the they, yeah, that's the reason for the freezing. the reason for the freezing. I mean, they fucked it up, but, you know, these guys are the, are the reason for the freezing, but mm. also the reason for a lot of these, a lot of particular changes that have been made to these characters. I that's don't know. That's true. But yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they don't want to do it. Maybe there's more freedom in doing this where you can you can take a universe and you can melt Scarecrow's face and it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's true, yeah, yeah. You know? So there you go. Anyways, if you haven't seen it, you should totally watch it. You should give it yeah. a chance. How many episodes should they give it a chance? All the episodes. But what if what if, if they... you're not in it? But but I mean, you know, I, I feel like the standard rule is if you're not feeling it by like episode four, yeah, you probably probably give up. But she's you know by episode four, she's gotten the bloody crew together. Yep, Doctor Psycho has shamed himself by calling Wonder Woman the C bomb on yes. television. That's right. Yeah, uh, the universe is it's, it's set in stone at that point. It's set in yeah. motion. Would probably yeah, be a yeah, better yeah, way yeah, to yeah. put it. Yeah, and if uh, and if you have seen it, we should watch it again. Then shouldn't you? Yeah, Are you gonna watch it again. Yeah, well, then there you go. Wow. Be like Mason, watch it again. I'm not going to watch it again. I'm going to watch other things. 
Interesting. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, I can't wait for the next season. It was really great to be able to go, oh, there's 26 episodes of this. Awesome. So yeah, there you go. That's this show. Watch it if you have, haven't. Oh, also there's the um, the Penguin Bar Mitzvah episode. <laughs> yes. In the, in the first yeah. three as well, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. Are we up to the next segment of the show? We are. Do you know what it is, though? Is it what we're reading? Yeah. We're we going to read. Yeah. Spoiler alert, probably not a lot because I just watched 26 episodes of Harley Quinn. <laughs> but, you know. But, maybe, you know, maybe, we'll, maybe, think maybe we'll think of something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing the theme. You didn't hear nothing. Oh, I heard it. <laughs> oh, I heard it. What are we Westworlding today, Mason? I don't know. I've been watching Harley Quinn all week. So. Of course you have, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I don't have a... I mean, it's what like... are we reading, I should specify. It's where we talk about what we're reading or watching or going to or watch going or to read. Watch, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've got I've got my book on the go. Mm. I have been watching that show, Marcella, which is... Uh, oh, you've been you know, enjoying that, haven't one you? Of those, one of those dark, sad, Icelandic style, yeah. I was going to say comedies, but murder, murder mystery kind of shows. And you watched Hamilton. No. You're going to watch Hamilton. I'm not going to watch Hamilton. He's watching Hamilton. That's you should speak. watch Hamilton. All right, I'll watch Hamilton. You should it's watch on Hamilton. Disney Plus, right? Do you have somebody, somebody you could watch it with who loves musicals other than me? No. <laughs> no. You don't know people in your life who like musicals. Why would I watch it with them? Because it's, it's, like, it's supposed to be like experience. a crowd experience. Oh, okay, right. We'll yeah. Get some, get some white wines. Get some watch, watch Hamilton. White wines. Look, I could watch Hamilton or I could watch Warrior Nun, I guess. Yeah, what's that? What's the deal with that? I don't know. Let's look it up. Yeah. I mean, I know. Oh, it's duh. Oh God! No, auto playing something. I don't want to auto play it. God, Warrior Nun. Okay, I'm, okay, I'm back. After waking up in a morgue, an orphan teen discovers she now possesses superpowers as the chosen halo bearer for a secret sect of demon hunting nuns. Well, that does sound very Netflix. Eighty-five percent Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, that's not that's not bad. Again, not indicative of etc. and so forth. Yes. Oh, it's based on a comic book. Oh, from 1994. There what you about know. Eurovision? Oh God, why are you doing this phone? I hate you. Maybe you should get a new Apple phone. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to. So, but I, I started Eurovision, Eurovision. It was all right. I heard it's one okay. of those things where I, I think I listened to a Mark Commode review who I really like. Uh-huh. He said something like, if you like Eurovision, you're going to really be like, this kind of nails it without making fun of it. Okay. You know, it's kind of, because Eurovision it is, even people who love it, like it's it's absurd. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Which is why they love it. I've heard, I, I think most of the reviews I said were like, Will Ferrell's pretty good, but everything about everything besides Will Ferrell is better. Like, I heard Dan um, Dan Stevens is Dan in Stevens it. Dan Stevens yeah, is good from, in it. From Rachel Yeah, I I think it's one of those things where people are responding to it better than the the critics. Uh, I believe. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But again, I haven't finished it, so I don't. I don't know. But from what I saw of it, it wasn't bad. And Pierce Brosnan's he plays his dad and oh hello whatever. All right, so, I'm yeah. intrigued now. All right, it's, I'm gonna get. I'm probably gonna watch yeah, give that. Give it then. a go. Yeah. After you finish Hamilton, no, I'm gonna watch that before Hamilton. Mm, but Hamilton's only two hours and forty minutes plus intermission. Seems long. Yeah, it's a musical. They don't trim it for TV. Why would you trim it for musical? For, to, to, listen to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> they trim a, a couple of f bombs, apparently. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. That's bloody Disney for you, isn't it? Yes, that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and they they trim the bit where you see Hamilton's butt. What? Yeah, they put they put a uh, hair on it. Alexander Hamill hair. butt. Yep. <laughs> what are you gonna uh, watch? I got a few things uh, in particular. I mentioned that things transformers. I shouldn't have mentioned it because now what am I doing? <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> Harley Quinn, obviously. I am going to watch Hamilton. Uh, Suggestible's back as well. Oh. So if people want to get into that. That's back this week and next week. There's an episode. Uh, but that's uh, my other podcast I do, Mason. Mm-hmm. I know you haven't heard it, but that's the one. Um, Is it mostly you and your wife shouting at each other? Yes. Because I was on it for five minutes once and that was, was all it was. Yeah, it's still that. Couldn't get a bloody word in edgeways. We just shouted at each other. <laughs> Uh, Is that because you're not allowed to shout in the house? So yeah, we shout in the house. 
Now we don't look contrary to popular belief and what we from our output, we do play it up a bit. Like we we don't mm. like have like massive blues that often. <laughs> don't be wrong. Uh-huh. We're bloody we're bloody having we're bloody having it hashing it out, mate. Mm. Yeah, but uh, does that sound like Bluey. Speaking of blues, he does. Yeah, Bluey. Bluey's a good thing to like if we need like five minutes before we go. And he's oh, like five minute episodes. Yeah, it's just like. Just, oh, I didn't know that. I need you to just like sit for a minute while I sort something. So I just, also didn't know that apparently the dad in that is played by Dave McCormack yes, from the band Custard. Correct. Which is a great Australian band if, mm. if you haven't got into that. Uh, I have. Cool. So Nice. I mean, thanks anyway. No, but, good um, good yeah. on you. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually reading, and this uh, somebody recommended this to me, and I wish I had it because it's from like a YouTube comment. The Fantastic Four uh, a Book of Doom by Ed Brubaker and Pablo Raimondi. Uh, it go, it's chronicles Doom's origins over six issues. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know whether you've read it. I have it, read that apparently, one, yeah. Apparently uh-huh. it's amazing. So I just wish I could find the comment. But oh, it was me. That oh, was you. That's how this happened is I, I commented and I said, James, I cannot believe you haven't read the Book of Doom. The problem the is of Doom, when, whatever I, it's called. when I go to look for uh, things like things, this particular thing, all the comments that I screenshot are f- for hate mail. Yes. Oh, this one just says Ben is handsome as hell. So that's pretty good. Mm. I meant to send that to Ben. Everyone check out his EP. That's right. Business District. And he's also got a new video that's coming out this uh, on the channel, my yeah. channel, this week. So there you go. I can't find it. I can't find who said that. I'm really sorry. But anyway, so I'm really looking forward to that, some Dr. Doom stuff. So very good. Very good. Why did you make that noise when you hit that drink bottle, Mason? <sighs> it's something of, that a frog would do. He's full of lies. <laughs> he's full of lies. Should we do the next segment? Yeah, let's do letters. Let's do it. The classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a take away. We're going to hear right now, we're going to do letters. Westworld. Uh, if you do want to reach the show, hashtag weeklyplanetpod on Twitter or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. That's Shoot right. Shoot through an email to Mason. Also, I should mention, I, I had a look in there before, there's a lot of uh, clickbait articles that people have been sending your way for our That's bonus right. podcast. Uh, we got, we got, we this got, covered, we, got covered, we got yeah. this covered, 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 yeah. uh, which is from bigsandwich.co, which is $9 a month. If you want to do it, I don't know. Have we mentioned this already in the show? I don't Not think so we far, have. No. Yeah. But we already got another ad in it and whatever. Yeah, so exactly it's fine. Right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, if you do want to check it out, it's really, it, mostly it comes down to keeping the lights on here. And yes. if everything falls down, including Patreon, we've got that. Exactly. That's the idea. The new podcast is a bit looser. Yes. I think people, people are, if you go to the uh, Great Mates, the uh, mm. Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group, you know, have, have some nice fun chats in there. It's, it's all good times. But I think a lot of, some people have said, uh, we just want to, it'd be nice if there was just a podcast where you and I just just have a bit of a gab. I'm fine with that. And that, and that we, we, got, we got this covered is sort of leaning more towards that. There's yes. No, there's no rules in that podcast. No, it's absolutely it's not. Just, it's absolutely not. So, yeah. yeah. And it's, it can, it's really going to become anything at any yeah. point. Yeah. And it's meaner. And it's meaner. But no snitches. No, don't snitch on us. Yeah, but again, if you can't afford it, don't stress. Also, there's commentary going up on there this week. The uh, Rise of Skywalker is going up there, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And so uh, we, we last night we just recorded a new commentary, which will be coming out so, after, uh, several weeks after that. Yes, for, and I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, this will definitely give it away. Mm. It is a Disney-owned property. <laughs> <laughs> so That's of the right. 60 to 70% of media in the mm. world that Disney own, it's one of those. We're going to thumb through some Alien versus Predator books. That's right, yep. And you're going to mm. love it. Yeah. And I had a really good time with that Yeah, one. that was a so good one. Really, I enjoyed really that good as one. well. So people, people will like that one. I Here's think. a hint. It goes for two hours and six minutes maybe. Mm. There you go. And it's a Disney-owned property. Yes, that's right. Uh, what do you got, though, in terms of letters this uh, Let's week? have a look here. Uh, this is from Monica. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, 
Thanks for helping me pass my state exam, lads. Happy to do it. Yeah. Says, hello, James and May. So I'm running in to report that yesterday I had my final state exam for assistant teacher qualification on the subject of American culture and history, and I made my main topic US comics without ever having read more than a handful. That's incredible. So what I'm saying is my entire knowledge was based on your podcast and Mason's Do Go On episodes. Ah, I got an A on content. Because you did a Marvel one and you did, did a Ninja Turtles a, one. Yeah, and a Batman one. Batman yeah. one, yeah, cool. Uh, in general, this podcast helped me a lot uh, with getting through my uni times because it always was a genuine bright spot. Uh, and yeah, uh, from Monica. Uh, she says, can I be the official German TA of the pod? Yes, you may. You have to be. Hmm. So Perfect. you're from Germany. Or- hey, no, I'm not from Germany. Not you. I've been there, obviously, because I travel, but oh, no, God. I'm not from... I don't. I think I may have some ancestry, but I'm mostly Irish. <laughs> Just trying to find a water bottle that I could ding. You mean the one that you dinged before? No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Why would I lie about such an innocuous thing? It wouldn't make any sense, Mason, for no, me to do that. That's what people like you do. <laughs> I've got a tweet here from Chris Kidd. Okay. So I stumbled upon the Batman Who Laughs comics was interested in seeing if you had read them and if you liked them. I know nothing about comics, but figured I know two mates who do, so why not ask them? Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. I have read The Batman Who Laughed. I have also read them. I don't, I'm not a huge fan. I didn't mind it, yeah. I kind of I didn't really like the way it wrapped up because the idea behind The Batman Who Laughs is he gets poisoned with a Joker venom. It's a parallel universe version yes. of the Joker, yeah. Oh, no, this is a different, different one again. Oh, yeah, right, so right. this one is where he's turning into The Batman Who Laughs. So it's not set in that... Oh, I see, right, I right. mean, it is set... It's con- connected but he's slowly going mad oh yes uh-huh. and he's trying to fend that off while but he also has to go insane to beat the real joker who oh, batman who laughs or whatever right, yeah okay i haven't read those i only read the initial origin of that character which mm. i did not care for because it seemed a bit mean-spirited but sure maybe going to white knight if you're looking for something with a bit of a batman edge batman white knight might be the way to go but no i liked it so yeah. i think you can't really go wrong with All that right. yeah what do you got uh, this is from Harris Johnston. Hello, Harris Johnston. It says, the global pandemic helped me achieve my dream job. Sounds like a spam email. <laughs> Certainly does. Uh, it's one of the ones where you open up and the formatting's all weird and the font's all wrong. You know, and you know like, immediately that it's spam. Yeah, yeah, and it's <laughs> like, but click here to sign in. And you're like, okay, well, <laughs> no, my bank account. Uh, dear James and Nick, at the beginning of the year, I lost my job as a community physiotherapist oh, boo. in the global pandemic. Yeah, uh, resulted in myself being unemployed for a few months. However, I kept my head high and applied at my local hospitals around Brisbane. Brisbane boy, as I have always, always dreamt, Bris Vegas, Vegas, baby. <laughs> Uh, as I have always dreamt of working with the hospital sector, um, thanks to the virus and hospitals requiring additional staff, I managed to land my dream job as a physiotherapist at a hospital. Uh, I just wanted to thank you both for That's your great. content that helped me through quarantine and to and from work. That's awesome. Um, That's great. I know you haven't done this in a while, but could I be your official physiotherapist of the podcast? Yes, you can. We'll be journeying up to, to Brisbane. Brisbane, Vegas. You can, you can fix all gonna, our various things. We're going go to take a trip with the boys. That's we're right. Come Boy, up. Boys trip. Yep. You're going to fix all the boys. All the boys. <laughs> yep. All the boys are going to get real real fixed up. We got, we got, we're old. We've got aches and pains. You know it. We've got all sorts of tensions. That's definitely true. Uh, yeah. And emotionally too. So oh, wait. The, the immediately that. the next sentence is, if you both require a physiotherapist at any point, I'd be happy to provide a telehealth consult. Telehealth? Yeah, right? No. No, we I got wanna... up with the boys. We got up with the boys. <laughs> We got up to the bloody, bloody Bris, Bris Vegas. We're going to go to the casino. That's We're right. we go get some physio. Star City. Yep. Is that in Bris, Brisbane? I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. It sounds like it would be. Yeah. Might be on Gold Coast. Uh, he says, also, do you have any plans to play Star Wars Bounty Hunter featuring Django Fett? 
before season two of The Mandalorian I, begins for Caravan of Garbage. Yes, I think we, we've talked about that, haven't we? Yeah, but have, I, I've never played that one, I don't think. I right? have, and Ooh. I didn't love it, but they re-released it on PS4. Oh, let's, so we let's get, go get it. it. Yeah, okay, cool. But how you like the video games now is that I play them and get frustrated and you just mock me the whole time. Is yeah, that, that's, that's, the, that's, system, that's, the system has been developed that works, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise it's just me slowly grinding through a game and yeah, I could sure. finish a game yeah. if you gave me five hours. Yeah, you need, we don't yeah. have five hours. Because often also like I'll practice games to kind of get some semblance of <laughs> right. ability uh-huh. now yeah, to, yeah. to make them a little bit swifter. Uh-huh. But uh, No, we haven't done video games since Bond, which people seem to really like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd, I'd like to revisit some. But then you do video games and people are like, this isn't a movie. And then, you know, <laughs> it's, it's the whole thing. You can't we do movies everyone. and they're like, this isn't a, a, a this controller isn't a... record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we speak... do a comic and people are like, this isn't you, just a video of you painting your house. <laughs> We can't win. I don't need to paint my house. Right, it's fine. still a few fine years away, is, probably yeah. from doing that. Yeah, it's a lot of brickwork I mean, there. It's fine. A yeah, couple no? of months. I mean, <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know, man. You know, been op- can't op- I just op- get a new one? I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. prices are going down, aren't they? Are they? Maybe. I don't know anymore. No. Mm. Uh, I got a tweet here from Johnny. Yes. Says hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Just hi. Just had a thought while listening to the pod with regards to Keaton's return uh, as Batman, of course. I think it'd be cool if Robert Battenbat was actually confirmed as Bruce Wayne, uh, wasn't confirmed as Bruce Wayne, but as a Batman success, successor similar to R.I.P. and Beyond storylines. No? Uh, yeah, I think we've talked about this before, but I like the idea of doing someone else other than Bruce Wayne be Batman. Yeah, for sure. Or some other crime fighters. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, you know, and, and Robert Nightwing. Pat- Just Rob- yeah, I was going to say Robert Nightwing Pattinson movie. does have, he, he gives off Dick Grayson vibes to me, mm. so why not him, you know, say it's a few years later and, yeah, the you know the 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 old school Batman died or retired and yeah, or he quit because he's Ben Affleck doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm in for I'm into it. Pretty good, right? In for a penny, in for a penny worth. Thank you, everybody. I'm going to be going now to paint okay. my house. <laughs> I was going to say it really needs it. <laughs> it's really, really, it's really broke bad in the last couple of minutes. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is just one one little extra one. Uh, this is from Noah Buxton, uh, mm. a 13-year-old listener. Uh, he wants us to uh, shout out uh, his brother, his older brother, Owen Buxton from Pennsylvania, who's been quarantining uh, and uh, and uh, can't see his family. So oh, it sucks. Shout out, shout out to Owen Buxton. Good on you, good on you, mate. Bloody, Bloody stay safe. St- stick it out and you'll see your parents and your family in no time. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, that's really difficult when people are yeah. quarantined on different parts of the country or world yeah, or whatever. Right. Yeah, no, that really sucks. Stay indoors if you can, though, obviously. Yes. Because, you know, pandemic. Yeah. And it's real. And outside's boring anyway. It's not that good. No. It's also, it's really cold at the moment. I saw, I've saw some people email and said, you don't know cold in Melbourne. Yes, yes, I know. You live in fucking some bullshit country I don't care about. <laughs> you live in that ice cave I'm always mentioning. <laughs> we know. We get it. We get it. Your life is just numbness and cold. We know. Yeah, you live for the cold, et cetera. Still yeah. pretty cold here. Still pretty cold here. We're not equipped yeah. emotionally. That's right. Mm. I've got one more tweet here. I'm ready. This is from, um, uh, who have I got here? What's the name? Oh, no, the name's gone. Where did it go? Dun, 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 dun. Uh, it's from Kyle Rancourt. Says, Great name. Uh, I know. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. I just wanted you guys to know that you're helping me through quarantine. He put this post. It says, my wife used to listen to the podcast on her commute home. Well, I would and still do listen to it while our son naps. Since uh, she's been at home for three plus months, she's been way behind on the Weekly Planet. She came out of her office today and I paused... Uh, the episode to talk to her. It was right at the beginning of the what we're reading, what we're going to read. She was humming, singing the theme song the rest of the day and would, and I would stage whisper, Westworld, and then laugh to myself. She thinks I'm going mad, so thanks for either keeping me sane or pushing me in the opposite direction either way. Monday morning is something I look forward to now. So thank you. That's very so nice. That's good. And I'm glad we're pushing 
marriages couple, apart. Marriage either <laughs> closer together or further apart. Either yeah. way, as long as they don't stay static. Exactly. Static, Always be moving. That's ABM. Right. ABM. ABM. That's it. Mm. All right. Uh, we should probably wrap up the that's show because my show. son is slowly making his way down behind you. Oh, my God, he actually is, yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's going to say a mean thing about my face again. <laughs> All right, folks, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling a friend. Yes. Uh, if you can't see him in person, just just tell him over Tell him over the DMs, mm. you know. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Thank you uh, for leaving a nice review, James. You got a nice review there? I've actually got a nice review here by TREV1000 that says, nice review, five stars, and said, did you know you can review in-app, which is so true because you can. Uh, not on Spotify, apparently, but they might be working on it. But God damn, yeah. delete the app. Yeah, uh, you can do it on Google. I bet you can do it yeah. on Google. Uh, also, uh, this one is it's really easy. It really helps the show. This one says, this is from Conservative Millennial, says five Ooh. stars. Nick Mason, the other guy, pretty funny. A pretty funny podcast about movies, comics, and TV shows. Nick Mason and that other guy are funny, even though the other is slowly going insane. So true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, what else, Mason? Oh, my goodness. If you want to get in contact with us, you can go to Weekly Planet Pod at Facebook, at Gmail, at Twitter. At Bandcamp, I'm uh, Wikipedia Brown on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm Nick Maso, N-I-C-K-M-A-S-E-A-U. You, James, you're Mr. Sunday Movies Everywhere. Yes. You can also go to uh, the Weekly Planet on Twitter. That's our friend Rob Collings. Yeah, he's cool. And he's also at Rob Collings. Uh, and you can uh, bloody, bloody look at all his great stuff. And he does all sorts of stuff. You can go to planetbroadcasting.com to sign up for the newsletter, uh, which he also does. You can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group for all sorts of fun conversations about all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, not just podcasts, but uh, just, just pop culture. And, you can have a good general, civil time. General, general delight, delightful stuff. That's right. Uh, let's see, you can go to uh, get some T-shirts at tpublic.com. Uh, you can thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all the musical themes. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Movies if you'd like to chuck in a buck. We'd mm. definitely appreciate that. There's the Amazon affiliate link in our episode description. You want to click on that. So good at this. You want to get, you want to, uh, I've lost, I've lost the thread because of the compliment. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, if you want to buy some, on something, yeah, we did that. Oh. Uh, if you want to, yeah, if you want to just buy some groceries, get them to lift your house, do it through our link, and that'll help us out somehow. You can also sign up to BigSandwich.co if you want to get our bonus podcast. stuff, bonus early stuff, stuff ad stuff. free, Rise of Skywalker. That's right, uh, commentary. What did we, we we recorded it so long ago? But I a we million had, years yeah, ago, we had a grand time. Mm. Um, and uh, that's that's the whole show, I reckon. It is uh, next week. Maybe that Marvel thing we've been promising. Right, it's coming. We have recorded it, so we it have. is inevitable. It's at some inevitable. Point, it so, has yeah. to happen. Mm. Yeah, and the good thing is if one of us dies, we've got one bit we've of extra one content. one in the can, exactly, that's right. Great to know. Yeah, we can sell it off to the highest bidder. <laughs> we can auction it off, right? Like a daredevil yeah. suit. Mm-hmm. Very good. You're on your scooter. Looking good. Look at him go. I can't. I can't see him. Look at him go, Mason. No, nope, I refuse. I, I can't see him and I refuse to move. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys, for listening. Grab that jam, you guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you.